Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Alfie, do you, do you hear that? Uh, what? Across the vast spoils of the world, silence in the world of Formula One. It's been a whole week. I've heard nothing. I don't know what's going on at Aston Martin. I don't know what's going on at Alpine. All I've got is the driver's Instagram accounts. Silence from the paddock. A a silence from the paddock. Like a sad story about horses. (laughs) Sounds like a bad John Wayne movie. Mummy, where's Daisy? She's nowhere to be seen, darling. Silence in the paddock. Silence in the paddock. Coming this fall. A heartbreaking story of a girl and her horse. Everyone's on their holidays. We've all been watching the drivers on their... Because it's basically... When the racing isn't happening, you realise how much Formula One essentially mirrors the Kardashians. (laughs) (laughs) Right? The race driving is all that separates Formula One from being the real housewives of Beverly Hills, whatever it is. Yeah, they've got to have that thing that plays lip service to it still being a sport, like that's built around the whole pageantry and entertainment of this thing that we so adore. They have to put a little bit of racing in there so it still sort of scientifically qualifies. In the same way that, like, you know how... um, they have to put a set. They can't sell the McDonald's burger buns separately because they're cakes. So they put a bit of <laughs> meat in there, and then it becomes like it's not bread, is it? It's a it's a cake. <laughs> but suddenly, with a bit of meat, it becomes a burger. And right now, we have no meat, and we're just eating <laughs> a sugary cake. I've been looking at the the drivers' um, Instagrams. I, I I find it really interesting that uh, Lewis Hamilton he's gone to Africa to trace his roots. Right? Yeah. He's bought the Boston Bruins. Yeah, which seems almost counterintuitive uh, to endorse a a Bostonian franchise at the same time as going back to Africa to enhance your roots. (laughs) Like, going back to Africa to embrace your Africanness, meanwhile buying the Boston Bruins a team with a fandom that really hates the fact that you've gone to Africa. (laughs) 
And he also, he's done a Versace campaign. He's really, he's smashing out. Like, that's a lot of work to do in a four-week break. Go to Africa. Go to Africa to trace your roots in itself, quite a big undertaking. Buying a sports team, quite a big one. He's also done a, a fashion campaign where he's all dressed in pink. The braids have come out. He's, you know, he's letting himself, you the know. The braids have come let, out. Yeah, he's let his hair down for the summer, hasn't he? Oh, so it's all, like, big and, like, uh, is it big? It's like, it's mullety. It's sort of mullety, afro-y, you okay. know. We've we've entered into that realm uh, that we, I think, in during the the duration of this podcast, doing it with you, we've fallen into a few times whereby you feel much more comfortable talking about Lewis Hamilton's hair than I do. Yes, I saw I saw your face there when you went, is it big? <laughs> I saw you... <laughs> you didn't want to say afro. I, I, I preferred to say big than afro, actually. I've really enjoyed watching Lewis's holiday against um, all the other boys' holidays because basically, like, George, Lando, Pierre, they're all just on a beach on a yacht wearing linen and lewis is doing all of these mad things and i think it's quite a nice metaphor for life as you get older because lewis knows he's going to die sooner so he's trying to cram in as much as he can in his holiday <laughs> <laughs> like you know how old people get up early uh yeah yeah get, he's getting up early he strikes me as like one of those typical you know when you meet somebody who's teetotal and they've got loads of shit hobbies to just try and convince themselves that life is good without booze. <laughs> yeah. That every time I see him doing a new thing, I go, just have a martini, will you please? <laughs> Stop trying to kid yourself that all this is worth doing. <laughs> have some fun. Cut loose. Let your hair and down. Oh, there it is. George is on a boat with his girlfriend. Lando's on a boat. Lando's bought. Lando is on holiday. With, he, he's posted a picture and he's bought one of those necklaces that's like a string necklace that's really tight on your neck with a smiley face. You know, like the ecstasy smiley face. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! That's even worse than the coming back from travelling with a shark tooth. Oh, it's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> It looks like his girlfriend went in like a tourist shop and was like, I'm going to buy you the cheapest, crappest thing as a joke. And now he has to wear it. She is like, he has the look on his face of somebody who's kind of almost aware as a 22-year-old millionaire how great the situation is that he gets to go out with somebody who in real life he should have absolutely no business (laughs) breathing in the same room as. If you had to have one of the Formula One team as your boyfriend, like in terms of the life that that would mean Alex for you. Albon, Alex Albon. Ooh, why? Yeah. I think it'd be, I think it'd be a fun, sweet, pure hang. Okay. Like I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to get too serious given the question, but I, I think I could love him. <laughs> I think that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who would you go out? Who would you go out with? Yuki. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's filth. <laughs> Whatever we're doing on holiday, you know that when we get back to the room, it's going to be absolutely brilliant. I feel like Yuki would just sort of like 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 a Duracell bunny or a puppy against your leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never stops and he's up for anything. <laughs> I was looking at Pierre Gasly's holiday photos. I figured out that Pierre Gasly, it, there's a picture in his Instagram where he's taken a photo of his reflection in the mirror of his villa. And it's him shirtless. And I realized that um, he's giving off like cheating husband vibes. <laughs> you know, like when you get in shape 
for yeah and your wife's like wow wow you've really got in shape that's so good that you're looking after yourself finally i've been nagging you for years just bring her to the gym because it's a good excuse for showering during the day so we don't know what's going on at alpine yet that's not been announced has it but what has been announced this week is that um williams said that o- they thought oscar piastri was going to them as well <laughs> right so he's like a little <laughs> he's like a playground slag he's like a little yeah he he's really he's putting like, it about yeah he's he? eye fucking all the teams from across the maybe he'd be my favorite girlfriend <laughs> it's like he's punking formula one <laughs> <laughs> he wants to end up on a circuit of 10 drivers next year or 11 it's the, the original 10 plus him and every else is an empty seat you know they're talking about introducing an, uh, an 11th team Ugh, i'm all why? for it i'm all for it i wanted to go back to what it was in the in the 90s where there would be like 27 drivers in a race and the cars could pull in and you could get in a different car if your car had broken down and a new team could come in halfway through the season and there was no set drivers you could just have seven drivers per season yeah but it strikes me that you think that that change is good because of the way that the past was good we live in an era where rain, like just some rain, cancelled a race from happening. <laughs> Hang on. Sorry to play devil's avocado, but um, it wasn't cancelled, Alfie. They did three laps, thus constituting it qualifying as a race, and they didn't have to refund anyone. It's called car racing. They went car racing. Yeah, sure. Speaking of speaking of car racing, um, a couple of weeks ago, we put... <laughs> What a funny thing to say on this podcast. <laughs> I think we should make that our catchphrase. Speaking of car like racing. Every, speaking of car racing, because we are only speaking of car <laughs> racing. It's all we speak about. It's it's a car racing it's a car racing podcast. <laughs> Go on. Uh, spe- uh, speaking of car racing. Speaking of car racing. We we started a GoFundMe for tat to get uh, some F1 tattoos and um we, we did. we've we've made enough money from it now. Um, I mean, obviously, keep donating to the uh, tattoo fund so we can get bigger tattoos. But um, I slightly regret what I said I'd get. Wait, what did you say you'd get? You said you're going to get We Went Car Racing, I know what I'm gonna get, which is yeah. very cool. But I've got to get Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to get Michael. This is so not right. Yeah, that's so much worse than what I'm getting. I had never even really, until, I think until the money cleared, I never really truly understood how much worse what you were getting. I'm going to get a little picture of a Formula One car as well. Yeah, 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 me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get a little Shumi Benetton. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, me too. That'll be really, really lovely. Don't copy me. You've got to get your favourite car. No, 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 no. That, that, that way we're matching. The no, same you should get your favourite car. You should get the white uh, brawn <laughs> with the orange neon green. Well, no, I'll get Max's Red Bull from last year yeah. just to irritate you. <laughs> you should get Max, you know, when he sat down in the paddock and Yoss is at, on his knees. like, mm. And his dad's like, no, you won, Max. You won. It doesn't matter if they change the rules. Winning's winning. While while Yoss Verstappen slyly puts a, his gun back in his... Uh, <laughs> Behind his trousers, hoping nobody saw him holding it in Michael Massey's mouth in the last six laps of the race. <laughs> I quite like the idea of getting Lewis Hamilton with his head between his knees and his dad's hand on his shoulder. Oh, yeah, what, when he lost? Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know that his hand is on his shoulder and it's squeezing a little bit too hard. You know what we should... <laughs> what we should get is um, me 
I get Lewis and you get yeah. Max and they're both spraying champagne and we have to be stood next to each other for it to line up so they're spraying each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get your left thigh pointing <laughs> outwards and I get my right thigh pointing outwards. And if we both take our trousers down, <laughs> it's like a joint tattoo. That, okay, good. I'm glad we've decided that that is what we're doing. That is a terrible, terrible idea. It's so good. I was thinking this week about, you know, because I was looking at all the Formula One drivers' holiday photos and it got me wondering what they would be doing if they weren't F1 drivers. Who could they have been? Yeah. The road they didn't take. Okay, run me through. This is the, uh, the, run me through everything the road untravelled. Um, I love it. Oh, that's very nice. The parabolica untravelled. Um, oh God. The curb unridden. Well, there'll be a little sting there, and like a little <laughs> doo 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 yeah, yeah, underneath yeah. what you say. I'll play. I'll, I'll, I'll so. play some lovely soft music under it. Here we go. Started with quite an obvious choice. Um, Nico Hulkenberg would be a substitute teacher. <laughs> when the real teacher is ill or pregnant um, or is having an affair <laughs> Nico's the one ill or pregnant ne- they bring in Nico Hulkenberg you know when they go you've got a substitute teacher and the whole classroom goes yeah yeah and then you just spend the whole day trying to mentally and emotionally destroy the substitute teacher it's weird isn't it because Nico ha- uh, uh, Hul- uh, Hulkenberg he has this um like demeanor like he has quite a hard face that like says don't fuck with me but also a face of somebody that looks like somebody is constantly fucking with him (laughs) like like, that's a really good shout he does look like the teacher that is being hard done by and like lots of children like i'm handsome this shouldn't be happening to me yeah that that is his face to a (laughs) t i'm handsome i'm handsome this shouldn't be happening to me Do you remember in Drive to Survive season one where he was in a school classroom and he was saying to the kids, he's like, I've been in Formula One seven years. And one kid put their hand up and went, how many races have you won? And his face looked like, I'm handsome. This shouldn't be happening to me. <laughs> uh, I just break. I just uh, figured that if he's the substitute driver, he'd make a good substitute teacher but you're i mean it works on many layers that i didn't think about look you know i think there was something uh deeper at the quite sensitive heart of what it is you were going for uh, and also may i add that i just think it is so great and i think speaks to the quality of your character in such a large way that you never forget about nico hulkenberg and every time you mention him when we're doing these rundowns of drivers i go Fuck me, this is going to take for it. Like, I, like, every time Nico Hulkenberg is mentioned, not, no, let's not do Nico Hulkenberg. So you're absolutely right. That it, my spirit, when you mention Nico Hulkenberg, I go, I cannot, I, I cannot believe you've remembered him. Oh, I love Nico. So, I know you do. I hope he gets that Alpine seat. Um, he won't. No. Uh, I hope Cyril gets it. I just want to see Cyril again. I think they should go rogue and give the seat to just someone from like um, Juan Pablo Montoya. You know, they should just give it to a retired driver from a different yeah. era of motorsports to just come back. Like you know, like everyone's mm. like Alonso, so old. Alpine should go. Yeah, watch this and just. <laughs> <laughs> here's like, Massa. Yeah, here's Rubens Barrichello. <laughs> you ever noticed the thing about Massa? Have I got? Is, is Massa, isn't it? Am I saying Philippe it right? Massa, Philippe Massa, he, yeah, like yeah. he has a little, a like very good his, little lisp. 
his head Louis? looks like it sort of changed in the helmet. Like he wore the helmet too long and it was never the same again. Like his head, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Anyway, sorry, who's who's 20th? Nicholas, Nicholas Latifi. Oh my God, what's he up to? Latifi is a, he would have been a runner on a TV show. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Latifi's the kind of guy who would get a little bit, I wouldn't say he oversteps the mark, but when he's not at work, he, he'll he be like, yeah, yeah, no, just um, obviously like I had to show Bobby, uh, sorry, Robert De Niro, where his trailer was. <laughs> uh, just a little bit over, oh my God, you should see in between the takes, like Leo is always corpsing. <laughs> and like every morning, every morning, Leo says I'm the only guy who can get, because I get, the, what I do, the trick is, is I get the porridge and I get all the oats and the berries, but I don't boil the kettle till I get on set. So then I add the honey, but it cut, it, I give it to Leo Warm, and Leo says I'm the only guy who can do that. <laughs> That's the two feet. So Albon, right? So my first thing was he looks like a school shooter, but um, it's not a job, is it? <laughs> it's not a job. <laughs> Famously, not a job. I got Lance Stroll is like a a frat boy stockbroker, you know, like. A non-speaking part in Wolf of Wall Street. You know, just the guys in the background pounding their chests. <laughs> like one of the like uh, people celebrating when he says, I'm not fucking leaving. Mm. It's, mm. It's, it's, it's his dad saying, yeah. I'm not leaving. And he's just going, yeah! <laughs> that or, or a lifeguard. Yeah, that strikes me. That's a really good shout. A- any of those jobs that rich kids take in the summer to try and fuck people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that bit of like a Byron Bay in Australia where like it's legal to smoke weed and you go on like bus trips and take mushrooms and you have some sort of charismatic like 31-year-old <laughs> trying to fuck all the 18-year-olds. <laughs> that would be him till he was 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got it. I get a different tattoo for every year that I've been here. <laughs> Aren't you Canadian? No, I've just kind of picked up the accent while I've been here. Have you read Catcher in the Rye? It's amazing. <laughs> um, Joe Guan Yu, I have, um, I'm not sure the guy's name, but is it P.D. Barnes? The guy who would hire all the circus freaks and train them and, and, and make money off of their being... Because so, he's the character from The Greatest Showman. Mm. I've decided to base Joe Guan Yu on the real life character that I've been calling him for the last three months okay great and uh yuki i have as a wedding planner that's so good you know in father of the bride you know martin short's wedding planner france yeah and he's like oh my god <laughs> okay we're gonna put you on the ugly table and you're on the pretty table and uh that won't work that won't work yeah 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 forthright and i was doing a, a nondescript accent not of course yuki's yeah no soft top 90s mercedes-benz like a boxy, oh, yeah. a boxy Merc. Yeah, yeah. Or a scarlet red BMW 3 Series, oh, soft yeah. top. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Mick Schumacher, I have down as um, a YouTuber who um, exclusively does, like, very violent video games. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you were going, like, your typical Formula One YouTuber. Like, you know, I'm shirtless. I'm dancing into a pool. Here's a close-up of my watch. Isn't life fantastic? But no. If he's doing something weird, like either, yeah, violent video games with a little bit of racism or um, <laughs> just a little bit, just to keep everybody interested in case they're getting bored of Minecraft. They go, hey, here's what I think of immigration. Everybody goes, oh, thank God. That spiced things up a little bit. Uh, but or 
he could do like um, YouTube, like really in-depth biology videos. Like here's how the human gut works. I think it must be a real head fuck for people when they like, oh yeah, you're Michael Jr. And you go, oh Mick, like I'm not, I'm not even allowed to be my own full name. Otherwise you would think that I was my own more famous dad. It's like such a fuck you to the very essence of your existence. Okay. Seb Vettel, I think, I think I've nailed this. Okay. Poet. Can I ask a follow-up question? Sure. Is he a good poet? No. Okay, great. <laughs> and I, 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 his book is called The Last Bumblebee. <laughs> the bee moves so fast in the air. The wings going so quickly we cannot see them. This is life. <laughs> yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, Pierre Gasly. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> this is my favorite one Ibiza DJ <laughs> he's, a, he's an Ibiza DJ Lives there Vegan but a big coke problem Yeah 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 That's my favorite uh, moral bind I think of all, of all the moral Like binds that we can be in as human beings It's the no, no 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 I won't have any cow thank you But I'll have some of that powder that came here Stitched into the belly of a Labrador <laughs> That would be absolutely fine. With that worked out too much, too recently MDMA vein popping in the side of his neck, his big, wide neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got this neck that lots of people who are like sweating and too hot and, yeah. have, you know, don't have enough body fat on them. It looks like, you know, when you hold like um, a bunch of straws in your hand, <laughs> his neck looks like that. <laughs> he's got a white shirt. Uh, very tight white shirt done all the way up just the top button is undone and he's got um, rosary bead tattoo oh yeah that's good what's his what's his DJ name Alpha Gasly Uh, yeah that's good but I mean I think it would just be like gas out what are those balloons that kids do the balloon gas things Uh, NOS yeah that's what he's called (laughs) NOS yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. squared he's got a little number two above his name as well yeah Daniel Ricardo is a DFS sofa salesman. Oh my god! Oh my god! Was that good? I feel like it was so resonant, and I found the whole journey of imagining him as a DFS and how charming and not bitter he would be, mm-hmm. how good he would be at his job, and how proud he would be. I, I basically, I, I, I was, I'm very, I feel very moved by that suggestion. Be amazing, oh, hey guys. You gonna sit down? Yeah, take a seat. Yeah, oh man, it's a comfy one, isn't it? Comfy one, so comfy. Oh, yeah, I, I love it. You, you, uh, take kicks off and uh, just uh, sit down, uh, get a get a beer, uh, and you know, watch whatever you want to watch. You know, oh my god, have you seen uh, Terms of Endearment? So sad, dear Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Magnuson. Believe- <laughs> Sorry, what you can't believe what? I can't believe that Terms of Endearment was the first movie. Yeah, that came I know, that's such an odd choice. Hey guys, come in. Have, have any of you seen um, the Thirty Nine Steps, the nineteen thirty six Alfred Hitchcock movie? Have you guys seen Broadcast News? <laughs> Kevin Magnuson is a therapist, but for primary school students. Really nice. Really nice. Where's Gingham? Yeah, he takes the same holiday every year. He's happy. He sits down with these kids and he's like, "So, Darren, how are we feeling today?" Let me ask you a question. Why did you feel it was necessary to make Samuel eat all that Play-Doh? <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Darren. Why did you feel it was necessary to mix the fromage fray 
into Sophie's squash. Why? <laughs> Let's get to that. How are things at home? He could also be the teacher that Hulkenberg replaces. <laughs> okay. Fernando Alonso. My name is Fernando Alonso. You kill my father. Prepare to die. Prepare to die. Bear with me here. He owns a fleet of Cessna planes. Could the listener find out what that particular kind of plane okay, is? Okay, sorry. He, so he owns a fleet of Cessna planes, which is a small uh, um, fixed wing, you know, like you know, like the little white planes that are easy to fly. S- Cessna's quite a well-known... Sure, sure, sure. I, I don't... I know that it is to you. I think you're overestimating people's knowledge of plane. Let us know. Did you know what a Cessna plane was? <laughs> okay, we'll do. Because I think Josh is a big plane fan. Yeah, yeah. I'll do a, I'll do a, a, a poll thing when this. For comes somebody out. who I think like quite a lot of people like think is quite attractive, you know a lot about some quite shit things, like Formula One, planes, and Star Trek. You're like your interests are the equivalent of like the glasses that the girl in she's all that wears. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, sorry. What's he? He owns a fleet of Cessna planes. Owns a fleet of small, of small planes, but it's a front because he's a drug lord. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone sort of quite Spanish with it, I suppose. Well, he's... Uh, I feel like Alonso's a cigar and, and a fedora. No, no, not a fedora. What's the hat? The the straw hat that uh, drug lords wear? Um, so the satellites can't see them, you know? <laughs> Those ones. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. I can imagine him... You know when there's somebody who is involved in something and they manage to watch somebody's bone being broken, but none of the muscles in their face move. Yeah. They can just see it. And even like some sound would usually create some sort of uh, like subconscious twitch in you. But no, he, he's, he, he knows how to remain completely stoic in the face of the sound of a bone thumping away from itself. Yeah, we're talking about a man who um, broke his jaw and didn't miss any preseason training. <laughs> Fernando Alonso is a kind of, if he was a drug lord, he'd you'd be sat there, he'd be chomping on a big fat Cuban cigar, and he'd be sucking on it, and he'd go, uh, I'm, I am really looking forward to doing business with you, but I just want to know, would you fuck me? And then as he says that, he, <laughs> as he says that, he gets a FaceTime call, and whoever the potential client is that he's in a room with, he answers the call, and it's just someone shagging that man's wife. <laughs> And Fernando Alonso turns the phone around and just goes, because if you would fuck me, I would fuck you first. I love it. Mr. Alonso, I'm here for the business only. I think I think we should put this in a treatment. Bottas, I've got working in a lab um, who is secretly evil. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, I trust him, but uh, but but he could betray me, yeah. He's Sorry, got that on. face. He's got that face. The third act of the movie, you find out he's the bad guy. After, we think he's bad, then we find out how nice he is, but no, 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 he was bad all along. Yeah, I love it. Go go, go ahead. Go next. Ocon, um, he just lives in the Shire. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he, he just sits on a mound with his big feet, chewing on a piece of grass. I kind of see him as like the bullied member of a cowboy outfit <laughs> i think he's too happy i think he'd be happy if he wasn't in formula yeah, yeah he's like the happy kind of guy but like he's happy just to be there with all the kind of like serious cowboys ocon seems like the kind of guy who'd be sat in the shire and gandalf would arrive and go i have an adventure of a lifetime we must leave now and ocon would go nah i'm okay i'm okay <laughs> landon norris is just taught is he's just torturing toys like that kid from uh, toy story sid hmm. So play nice. 
that's him. Uh, Lewis is yeah. fixing uh, com- office computers, but he's got like meticulous OCD and, and very much likes to tell you exactly what was wrong with your office computer when he fixes it. So actually what I've done here is I've realigned the the hard drive with the PAC system, which was actually not fully computed, even though it was running properly. You'd actually segwayed your hard drive. Do you want to come around? My, and then then, he, then you go around his flat. Flat's small, but pristine, very OCD. And then you play Medal of Honor with him. And even though you've never played it, he just kills you immediately. Doesn't even give you a chance. Doesn't even show you how it works. <laughs> He is the sort of guy that would fix the photocopier at work and then tell you lots of features you didn't know it had mm. as if you thought they might be interesting or useful. But he's really proud. Really, if you press that button, you can get all the, uh, you separate the sheets, separate the sheets, and then also print double-sided. So mm. it, it really nice little feature, that really nice little feature. Check this out. Cup holder. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Sainz is a bad paramedic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, George Russell, one of two things. I've either got him as a male stripper or someone who sells bathrooms. Uh, all right. I like him as a Chippendale. I, I really that, like him as a Chippendale. Yeah, with the collar. But maybe he doesn't make enough money from that. Well, he's a small so town male also, stripper. Maybe. So he also sells bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, sometimes the wives, like, in the local town don't need a new bathroom, but they go bathroom shopping anyway just to see... <laughs> The stripper they once had at a, at a good, a bit of better price. Ooh, we should go try and the very... whirlpool baths at Yarmouth's pool pools and jacuzzis by Russell. Is that a real place? No. Okay. Well, well done. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Perez is a. I've got him as a chef in like a Holiday Inn. Oh, I could see him being like a chef, like a world leading chef, like a chef's table chef. Oh, really? He's got that small guy like fury. He has that the, the passion, the ferocity, the instinct to be able to kind of create a dish that nobody else knows, and like he's he opens on the on the on the on the opening night of his new restaurant. The most famous couple in town have come to sit at the table in the pride of place in the middle of the restaurant, and they order the wrong thing, and he goes up to them both and whispers in their ear, "Go fuck yourselves, okay? Go and fuck yourselves." Yeah, here's your ketchup. Space yeah, it down. <laughs> squirts it all over them. Get the fuck out. Charles Leclerc is. Um, I've got him running an art gallery in Monaco, um, but in in it, it's in Monaco. So you know that episode of Friends where Joey moves out and decorates his own flat. <laughs> so it's one of those art galleries that you walk past and you're like, who the fuck is buying that crap? Yeah. Like a glass, yeah, yeah, yeah. a crystal parrot. It's, I mean, it's the perfect, it's rich, it's rich people art. Yeah, and he's got three brothers, so it would be called Leclerc, Leclerc and Leclerc. Or Leclerc, Leclerc, Leclerc. Max, is a, Max Verstappen is a kung fu instructor in his dad's dojo. That's brilliant. Oh, thank you. I've got two that's names just, for the that's business. so perfect. I've got, yeah, um, oh my God, it's God. always cool, it's um, Orangiental. Yeah, okay. Bit racist, but also Dutch, because it says orange. Well, yeah, yeah. And um, a bit racist, like Jos Verstappen, and also um, I've got I've also got Verslappen. That is fantastic. Well, congratulations and three cheers to you for all that. I think thank That's you very, so much. Very very good. Time well spent, wasn't it? Time well spent in our summers, whiling away the hot days underneath the tree, thinking about 
what Formula One drivers would do if they weren't Formula One drivers. And if any of the drivers are listening, um, please write in and let us know what you would have done if you hadn't been a Formula One driver. We'd like to hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Um, I have a final mm. question for you, Alfie, as before we wrap this up. What do you think, if he wasn't in Formula One, what would Makita Mazepin do? Mm. Oh, uh, club promoter. <laughs> and I think that is also... <laughs> I think that's, I don't think I've ever got anything so right in my life. Yeah, that's really He is good. a club promoter who is, hey, yeah, yeah, no, 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 this, this, this way, this way, this way. Not her, not her. This way, you guys, <laughs> not her. Uh, you don't need ID, come in. <laughs> You're 18, right? Come on in. No, no, it's okay, it's okay. I, I know the people who own it, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Before we tie up this week's episode, it's a non-race week, so that it's means. It's a non-race week. Do you know what that means, Alfie? It means that we've had some correspondence, Joshua. It means that we've had some correspondence. We're so honoured with A Day in the Life. We've had so many fantastic guests from the paddock write us in to tell us what they've done on A Day in the Life where they've not been in Formula One. We've had Horner. We've had Jos Verstappen, who genuinely did block us on Instagram. We've had Michael Massey. We've had Lawrence Stroll. Last week, amazingly, we had Roscoe the dog. And this is the Such first a time. Dog. This is the first time we've had a, an actual Formula One world champion write into us. Um, it's mm-hmm. an honour, a privilege, and a pleasure to welcome 2016 Formula One world champion, Nico Rosberg. When I wake up, I take a few minutes in the morning. <laughs> when I wake up, I take a few minutes in the morning not to open my eyes and just to admire how beautiful the back of my eyelids are. <laughs> wow, what a lucky life, I think to myself, to get to see this inner eyelid whenever I want. I lean over and click a switch, and my alarm stops playing my favorite new hit single, Work, by Rihanna. I get changed and ready myself for the morning. Fresh air in my lungs is key for me, so for my health, it just has to be roofed down on the vintage car before I drive about aimlessly, a few hours spent with my face rigid in the vigorous wind. What a bracing start to get endorphins flowing. I will only ever drive east, the same direction that the earth spins. It is important to have principles. I pull up at my destination and turn off another one of my favorite new songs, One Dance by Drake, my favorite new hit. I rave at my doctor's bright and early, and she delivers a few injections to crucial areas just so that my face stays true. Luckily, I am so high from the toxins, almost to the point of botulism, that I pass out and arrive back west without suffering the indignity of travelling that way. It is race day, and I am awoken by a Zoom alert notification. Time to speak about racing. I am giddy and high. They can't wait to speak to me. How great. I pause my favourite new film, Finding Dory, and talk about racing. I am a racer. I am held in high esteem. Of course I am. Afterwards, I wander about Monaco, staring at things. There are a few people taking videos of me, mainly footage of my watch in different places. It's good to have a YouTube channel. I have nice watches. It's one of my best character traits. I don't think I ate. I can't be sure. I go to the cinema alone to watch Captain America Civil War, my best new movie. This is the life, I think. I only travel east. It is 2016. I live here forever. My favourite songs and my films reminding me 
who is world champion. I only travel east, the direction the world spins. Even as I pass a school, I know Lewis might be on a planet spinning a thousand miles an hour in space, but I am a thousand and twenty miles per hour, always faster. World champion, 2016, forever, endlessly. <laughs> mildly delusional of Nico Rosberg well you might think that but uh, I think he's happy and I think when we retire we have to create we have to create an environment for ourselves you know how you make a dog comfortable before you put it down yeah. it doesn't matter what you're telling the dog it just matters the dog's happy thank you so much Nico Rosberg yeah that was uh, very sweet of you to write into us and uh, and tell us that you won the world championship in 2016 did you know he won the world championship in 2016 I didn't. Did you know that he won the World Championship in 2016? I had no idea. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Alfie, your show, Sensitive Man, is still showing at the Edinburgh Festival. Is that right? It is. It's going very well. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. What time is it 9 p.m. Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Do come and say hello. I really like it when you say, I listen to Dirty Air, and then I go, oh, God, wow. That's good. Uh, I, I, I am gratified. It sounded sarcastic, but I am. Do you have anything that you'd like to shamelessly plug? I've been doing the Camden Fringe Festival, and they've added another show due to phenomenal, phenomenal hubris. The twenty sixth, Friday, the twenty sixth, nine nine thirty p.m. I think tickets available. Probably come see it. Age Against the Machine. Thank you so much. I'm Josh Weller, and I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. No. <laughs> a million dreams, a million I really... dreams. I think...